Hi, I'm Laura Palatin. Welcome to the Practically Spiritual Show, where we take a practical approach to spirituality and create our own personal spiritual path. I keep saying I'm really glad that you're here for this episode, and I guess when I stop feeling that way, I should really stop doing this. Um, But this particular topic came up for me because I had a bad day. I was just thinking, um, what pulls me out of my bad day? What reminds me that I have a reason for being here and that it matters for me to step away from my own emotional discomfort and do something? And I decided to make a pep talk. (laughs) I figure this way. I've recorded it, right? It's a resource. I can listen to it whenever I'm feeling crappy. And instead of trying to use positive self-talk, I could just stick this in my ears and actually listen to me remind me. I mean, I think we can all use a pep talk sometimes, right? I came up with this idea because I was struggling. But I think we all struggle. Part of being in a body and experiencing the sense of separation that comes from being in a body is feeling alone and experiencing fear. And fear comes in many forms, right? There's the fear of missing out, not measuring up, not being good enough, that we won't feel good again no matter what feeling bad in that moment is. Fear of disappointing others, failing to meet our own standards, and it really goes on and on. Sometimes we all need a reminder that we're in the right place at the right time to make the difference we're here to make. And that's what this episode is. It's it's a pep talk. And I hope that you save it, download it, bookmark it, share it with a friend It needs to hear it. This is your pocket pep talk that you can replay whenever you need to hear it. So let's listen to the theme song and then we'll begin uplifting. Welcome to the Practically Spiritual Show. Together we will learn, laugh, and grow. Break indoctrination. Rise above our nation. And so... Welcome to the Practically Spiritual Show. So pretty much this is what I would say to every person in the world if I was given the forum to just share one message with everyone that suffers. This would be it. First off, trust that we all have the skills, abilities, and opportunity we need right now to be the full version of ourselves. We don't need to be smaller bigger, thinner, or taller. You don't need to make more money, live in a different place, have a special degree or job, change your relationship status, have a different color skin, hair, eyes, or teeth. (laughs) You don't need to prove anything to anybody, including your parents, grandparents, teachers, spouse, children, or childhood bully. Nobody is watching to see if you measure up. And if they are, seriously, that's on them. This life is your project that you chose for a reason. Every challenge you experience is there to help you become the person you were meant to be. Now, we get to make choices, right? We're making choices all the time. Sometimes those choices determine how long it takes for us to step into our true selves. Many people go their whole lives and accept more dominant person's definition of themselves. They never step out. But, um... 
that's not us, is it? <laughs> that is definitely not us. John Lennon told us that there's nowhere you can be that isn't where you're meant to be. It's easy. That's true, but it doesn't always feel easy, does it? What I want you to take to heart is this for you specifically. You are here in this place with these skills at this time for a reason. You are exactly where you need to be to make the difference you're here to make. You're important. You matter. We need you. I'm going to say that again. You are important. You matter. And we need you. Exactly as you are right now, no different. You are valuable and important. That's why it's really important that you take care of you. You nourish your body with good, healthy food because you deserve it. We need you here, and you'll have a much easier time of it if you're healthy. Feeding ourselves healthy food is a way of loving ourselves that's incredibly intimate. Intimacy with yourself, expressing deep, close love for yourself, is very important. So when you're preparing your food, do it with love. Send love to yourself because you are loved and you deserve it. Making good choices about how you care for yourself with nourishment is a loving act toward yourself. Not only is that an inner message, but it also reflects outward toward others. We create a bubble of love when we care for ourselves. Try to never be at war with your body. It's your vehicle for experiencing the world. As much as some of us might like to trade it in for a different model, it's really just not an option. So caring for the body you're issued when you're born is really the best choice. Bodies are malleable, and they respond to how they're treated. Exercise and movement are also important for your body. If you're feeling depressed or sad or down, getting outside uh, in the outside environment, trees, rocks, <laughs> outside, right, can be extremely helpful for a lot of reasons. There has been some research done about just not having a lot close to your body so that you just feel a, a wider movement around yourself. Being in nature also going to assume that you're in around trees and, and dirt, maybe the ocean, maybe a body of water. The ocean and trees, those are great sources of oxygen. Hopefully the air in such a place would be moving and you can experience that on your body. All of these are great for your brain. Just not having so much stuff really close to you helps you to relax and to have a positive chemical shift in your brain. Personally, walking outside is my number one favorite thing to do for exercise and movement. I love putting on headphones if I'm going to be someplace that's that doesn't have the ideal sound, right? <laughs> I live on the western coast of the United States, and there's a lot of bogs, uh, cranberry bogs around me. And what that looks like is a big carved out squarish field that's sunken. And I walk along 
these berms that are created all around the cranberry bogs, and they're wide enough for the workers to drive trucks up and down. And it is lovely. It is out of doors. There's not a lot very close to me. Um, There's often water. I'm also not far from the ocean. There's a lot of trees. But a lot of the time, there are uh, industrial farm equipment doing their thing. I wear my sound-canceling headphones, and I listen to music. And yeah, if you used a satellite, you could definitely catch me out on the bogs. I I really like disco, so there's a very good chance that you will find me out there uh, grooving on down to <laughs> the Bee Gees, let's say, as I'm out on my walk. And the alternative of getting out doing something good for your body and you know for in my case dancing listening to uplifting music all of these things help me feel better i don't know where you are right now i don't know what's available to you but i hope that you can seek out an outdoor space where you can go and even if something's not ideal like the sound you can make an adjustment to make it work for yourself i just want to add because I have I've done this. Um, <laughs> sometimes when we get so excited about getting back into taking care of our bodies and exercise and, you know, you haven't done it for a long time and it feels so good. And so you don't want to stop because you're like, well, I finally got going again. Um, just be very careful about that because it is really easy to injure yourself if you haven't been doing a lot of exercise and movement. So start back slow. And if you have any questions at all, reach out to your medical provider and have them help you come up with a plan for getting active that's really safe and honors where you are at this starting point. Meditation and spiritual practice are also really important parts of caring for ourselves. As we all develop our own path, we hone in on what really matters to us, what's uplifting, and what helps us feel a stronger connection to source. When I was in massage school, I had the opportunity of taking Hawaiian Lomi Lomi Massage from the most wonderful instructor. Her name was Tamara Mondragon. For any of you that speak Spanish and you're going, Mondragon? Do you mean Mondragon? Okay, so Tia Tamara, she she loved to acknowledge that she was saying the name wrong. And I do not know how many husbands she had. However, I do know that Mr. Mondragon was one of them. After that marriage, she chose to stop changing her name, and I cannot tell you if it was the last husband or not because that was not part of her story. She did say that his name had the word dragon in it, and there's just no way she was not going to pronounce it that way. So anybody else that had class with Tamara Mondragon, you know who I'm talking about. She was she was just the neatest person. She has left our our world. Um, I didn't find out about it until quite a while after she had gone, and it still makes me sad. But it also makes me smile to think about her. And one of the really wonderful things that she taught all of her students during Hawaiian Lomi Lomi Massage was about Native Hawaiian spiritual practice. Now, I've always found spiritual practice interesting 
And one of the cool things about being in massage school is that I got to learn about a lot of different things. I'm, that's when I learned about chakras. That's when I became a Reiki master teacher. So I learned a lot about that. But I really, really connected with what Tia Tamara taught us about Hawaiian spiritual practice. I have no idea how closely what she taught us matches up with what somebody else might teach. But the elements that I connected with that really mattered to me have stayed with me. And um, and one is the idea of connecting with spirit through breath, especially to imagine spirit connection going out the top of your head. I really like that. That also came to me when I met my first spirit guide. There was a lot of information that I received about the top of the head. So that really resonated. And the other thing, and I love this, and I think about this all the time, is she talked about being in flow. And I had grown up with this idea of going with the flow, right? That you're in a river and that you're better off not fighting it. And and that's not what it means at all. What she talked about and how I received what she taught was we do direct ourselves, right? We do aim ourselves in the direction that we want to go. However, when we are going in a way that is in concert with spirit and with our goals and intentions, things just seem to happen a lot easier, right? We flow. When we need help, it shows up. When we need to talk to somebody, they call us. When we need money, somebody offers us work. When we are moving in intention and direction, it flows. So not unlike that idea of being in a river, because the connection is that we all end up where we're supposed to be, right? We're all flowing. And some of us are finding it a lot easier than others. And even if you think, okay, all the rivers end at the ocean, like all of our lives are going to end similarly, the idea that we have to stay in whatever river we're in just because we're in it is ridiculous. Some rivers have crocodiles or alligators or other scary things in them. Some are a lot more pleasant and less turbulent, right? When we decide that the river we're in is no longer for us and we start making our way over to shore because there are many, many rivers and there will be other people that are like, hey, you're in this river. You got to stick with this river. <laughs> and just remember that it's okay to make your way over to the shore and walk inland and find yourself another river because, yeah, we're all going the same way. And yeah, we're all going to end up in the same place at the end. But the journey matters. And when you feel strongly that you need to change your direction, just trust that when you follow your heart, that's when you're more likely to be in flow. And that's when you're more likely to feel connected to spirit. And it's when we deny ourselves that, that we suffer needlessly. So I hope that you know that none of what I've told you is meant to tell you that you're not ready to be the highest version of yourself right now. I'm encouraging you to show yourself love, to treat yourself lovingly, because you are fully realized right now. Who you are in this moment is fantastic. 
All of the experiences you've gone through have brought you to this point, and you are ready. I want you to know that you deserve to be treated well, and that how you treat yourself is as important, if not more important, than how anyone else treats you. If you are feeding yourself nourishing food and caring for your body through movement and exercise, you naturally increase your confidence and you'll be less likely to accept anything other than the highest possible treatment from others. If somebody else is rude or belittling to you and you're really feeling good about yourself, it doesn't hurt your feelings. You just look at them and think, well, that doesn't make any sense. You honestly can move past feeling like any other person's opinion of you matters very much, if at all, when you already care deeply about yourself. Too often we distance ourselves from accepting we already are the highest versions of ourselves in this moment. We are the highest version we are capable of being in this moment. We put off stepping into who we really are until we've achieved some distant, maybe unattainable goal. And I want to just say that there is nothing you need to change about yourself to be ready to be who you are. You are there. You've arrived. And you're ready. I hope this pep talk has helped. I hope it's something that you, like I said, want to put in your pocket and come back to and listen again and again, unless you don't need it. Wouldn't that be swell? Like, you just don't need a pep talk. I hope it comes true for all of us that none of us need this anymore, that we're just all doing so great we forget to feel bad. <laughs> I want to thank you for listening to the Practically Spiritual Show. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that there's something in it that you take away for yourself that has meaning for you. If you know someone who needs to hear this, I hope that you share it with them. I would be so honored to find out that somebody that listens to my podcast told a friend, hey, you got to listen to this because this is really going to help because that's why I'm doing it. There is no, you know, revenue stream associated with this podcast. It really is just to help people feel better. That is the whole point. I make it really easy to reach out to me if you have any questions or comments. Um, I have a website for The Practically Spiritual Show, which is all of those words, thepracticallyspiritualshow.com, run together. Um, and I have a website just for me and my artsy work called laurapalatin.com. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. I'd really like to know that you're out there listening and that there's something that's either working for you or not. I want to hear that too. And remember, always, there really is no them. There is only us. Thanks for listening to the Practically Spiritual Show. I mean it. Thank you so much for sticking around to the end means so much to me. I love you. See you next time. Bye-bye.